0: reading from yesterday in Psalm 47, praise God as our king. Today, in Psalm 48, we have the praises of God's city. One of the great benefits of being near the king was the protection of his walls. It's a fortress to protect them, high in elevation to keep them away from the enemy, and above all, the city of God. It gives comfort to those who call it home, while in verses 4 through 8, it causes terror to those who would attack it. The sons of Korah see Jerusalem as an expression of God's steadfast love. It's a very real, concrete expression of God's protection over his people. And so they look to the walls, the towers, and the citadels, and they tell their children, that's God for you. Now, this might be an odd psalm for us to incorporate into our prayer life, because we don't live in Jerusalem. None of our cities have walls. None of us can claim that God is our local deity, because God is Lord over all the earth. But we can look to all those things that make us feel safe and meditate on the security that we have, and still be thankful to God for the safety he's provided. And what's more, is we can meditate on the city that God is going to provide for his people. In Revelation chapters 20 and 21, we read of what it's like to be with God. And specifically in chapter 21, verses 1 through 2, we read that I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city... New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. It's later described as having the glory of God, its radiance like the most rare jewel. It has walls for protection and beautiful gates. And rather than a temple in the city, we have God himself in the middle. And nothing unclean can ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's the city that you and I will live in one day where we can rest with God from our labor here on earth. So we can pray Psalm 48 with our present protections in mind and in hope of the beautiful city waiting for us. Now, in the Psalms that we've been reading this week, there's been a general theme of God's protection. Psalm 46 describes God as our king who goes out to battle for us. Psalm 47 praises the city. Psalm 49 takes it to a whole new level, though. No matter how many people God saves you from, there's still one force that you can't escape. That's death itself. Well, Psalm 49 is a meditation on God's protection of his people from the inevitable. Verses 1-4 through are an invitation for us all to come and hear this wisdom, this riddle of life that the sons of Korah are trying to answer. It's a problem that low and high, rich and poor alike will face. How can we beat death? The sons of Korah boast that they have no fear of those who are rich, those who cheat, trust in their wealth, or boast in their abundance. Despite the obscene amount of wealth that they have, it's never enough to make exchange for their lives. We can't redeem ourselves or anybody else from death. All of us are going to die. In verses 10 through 12, not even the wise will escape the grave. No matter how one lives in this life, how rich, how wise, how important, none of us remain. All the powerful die, but strangely enough, everybody else still praises them and approves of their life. But in the end, what substantial difference has been made? You either die rich or poor, but you still die. But the psalmist sees his own death differently. He doesn't have wealth or power, but he does have God. And God's going to save him from the power of the grave. This is one of the few passages in the Old Testament that gives us insight into the afterlife. Largely, the Old Testament is either silent or pessimistic in regards to the afterlife. But here, and in a few other places, we see the idea of the resurrection shining through. This resurrection was lived out by Jesus and then expanded on by Paul in the New Testament and is now our guarantee of life after death. Just as Christ rose from the dead, those in Christ will rise as well. We, as with the sons of Korah, don't look to death as the inevitable conclusion of our existence, but as an enemy to be defeated by our God. And so the psalm concludes, don't be afraid of people, no matter how rich and powerful they are. They're all going to die and none of their pomp and circumstance is going to be carried with them. If we go to the grave without an understanding of God, that's the end. But we who trust in him will live again to see the light.